Welcome back. Leadership, legacy, and love. I am Russell Fugit. Man, it's it's a happy Friday. Um, there's so much going on right now. And, and one of the reasons I started this podcast is to really encourage everyone to be encouraged and to take something positive from, from my life and from my story as I've journaled it and shared it here over the last uh, few years. And um, I realized I haven't really spent time truly talking about encouragement. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about encouragement. It might be a little, a little pastoral, a little bit like a, a little mini sermon, but I think it'll be encouraging and, and give you um, um, some steps to really consider. Before I do that, I just want to encourage everyone, if they're not already listening, to check out my wife's podcast, Sila Fugit. Her podcast is called Progress Over Perfection. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. And we've really been excited. I'm hosting it with her and the audience she's receiving there and the response she's getting has just been so amazing. So, um, you know, take a listen. Um, I know my podcast here might be more for men, but if you, you if you uh, have a woman in your life that you care about, share it with her, share it with them. But I think there's something in there for everybody. And while we're starting out by unpacking my wife's story, we're certainly going to get more into stuff that really impacts our marriage and, and, and our relationship. But it'll certainly be centered from where she sits. And, and that's important for her and for her journey and her story. And so um, this here, Leadership, Legacy, and Love is my space, which I carve out periodically every two weeks, every Friday, every other Friday. And so I want to share that with you. So today I want to get into encouragement. And it's hard. It's hard in this time to be encouraged. Of course, here in America, but so many parts of the world, there's so much division and divisiveness in our media. And there's so much economic stress. There's certainly health and safety stress because of the pandemic and the public discourse, um, in part because of the pandemic, among many other factors, is getting so much more coarse and frustrating. And it seems that our government and our leadership is ill-equipped and unprepared to respond uh, to immediate uh, needs, seeming crisis level needs, at least here in this country. Um, that certainly would benefit from a much more uh, concise and prompt uh, response, even if this response is not perfect, no response will ever be truly perfect or comprehensive on this side of heaven, I believe so. But I know many of us think and believe we could do better. But putting that aside, there's just you know so much to think about. And of course, as a business owner, you know how do you stay focused in this environment where there's just so much uncertainty? And I know um, that uncertainty has certainly impacted my business in recent weeks. And there's a lot of potential customers for my consulting business have certainly said, you know, literally check back in January or uh, in one case, a uh, quasi-government agency uh, from another country uh, quite directly said, we're enforcing a vaccine mandate. You know, I don't know when we're going to focus on the work we would do with you again. So it's just, you know, the, the, the landscape has shifted so much in such a short period of time, really over the last 60 to 90 days. Um, and, and so it's, it's hard to be encouraged, but we know uh, who the ultimate encourager is in Christ and we turn our attention uh, to him. And that's really the challenge. It's also the opportunity for us to grow and to learn how do we stay focused, right? How do we turn our attention? And um, how do we get through to, you know, 
to a more intimate relationship with Christ so that we can block out the noise from social media, from cable news, from our friends, from, from all the inputs, right? And just from our, our circumstances, not necessarily block out our friends, right? But just the negativity, the stuff, even if it's not negative, the stuff that can just weigh on us, right? The stuff, you know, did you hear about what happened and so-and-so? And there was a car accident down the street and my friend's sick, you know, just those things that, that are in our mind that we're hearing. There's so many uh, informational inputs, right? That we process on a daily basis that just two or three generations ago our, our ancestors did not have to process this much information right it's just so much going on so how do we really get through and you know i'm sharing a few things from my, my prayer time is really you know how do we get there and it really you know to really get there to the level of intimacy you know it requires us to be on a road less traveled to some extent it requires us to sacrifice our lifestyle, right? And that can be a lot of different things. That can be the kind of media we take in. That can be the kind of relationships we have. That can be our diet and our health. Um, it can be even shifting the work we do or how we approach our work, our attitude, right? What is our lifestyle? How do we shift that, right? So how do you sacrifice that, right? To make room for more of God, for more relationship, for more intimacy, for more prayer, for more worship, for more intention, right? How do we shift our mind? How do we renew our mind and our focus on a regular basis? And um, you know, this is a path through which um, you know God's presence uh, can multiply, can grow, right? If you can develop those disciplines. So I've certainly in this season been focusing more intently than I have in, in a long time, I'd say, on, on trying to develop those disciplines. Um, and it's really it's occurred to me it's a path to abundance into into peace, right? And that doesn't mean happiness. And then people throw around the word happiness all the time. And I, I correct my wife because it drives me crazy. Happiness, and I love you guys. Happiness is an emotion. Emotions by their nature are fleeting. So anger, if you stayed angry all the time, you'd, you'd have a heart attack and just drop dead, right? If you really had rage, if you'd have that level of rage, please seek mental support and help. Um, and, you know, and, and I'll pray for you. If you, you know, if you had all these emotions, if you were sad or you're depressed, like same thing, right? All emotions should be, if they're healthy, they're fleeting. Anger is a healthy and natural emotion, right? You know, the Lord tells us, the Bible says to be angry, but sin, not always a challenge. Um, but so happiness is but peace, right? Contentment, quite literally in the midst of a storm. And we're all sure at various points over the last two years and in our lives have felt like we were in a storm. But nonetheless, we are to be encouraged. So really the, the path to peace, um, the path to wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is this narrow gate, right? The sacrifice of our lifestyle, right? And it doesn't mean like a bowl, I'm going to go be a monk, right? But how do you sacrifice it? How does, what does God reveal to you that you need to put down, right? To sacrifice, to welcome in more, a more intimate understanding of who God is and what God is doing and how God wants to move in your life. And it's, it's a sacrifice for any relationship, right? So think about God as, you know, being relational, right? We're getting really relational on this podcast. You're listening to Leadership, Legacy, and Love. I'm Russell Fugit. Thanks for, for listening the last seven minutes. Look, when I got married, I had to sacrifice. When I became a father, I had to sacrifice. Um, as my parents have gotten older at times, I've had to sacrifice, right? Sacrifice is, you know, a part of relationship, right? Um, and, and sometimes you can say, what I have is already good enough. And sometimes in, in life with other humans, we make those decisions. But often we sacrifice because there's love and because we believe there's there's something better and more important and often something not tangible 
um, that we will experience because of our sacrifice. So I know by being married, there's so many un- intangibles that that I experience. By being a father, there's so many wonderful intangibles that I can't even describe that I get to experience. And, and by being a son in this season of life with my parents, and being a, still being able to be a grandson to my grandmother who just turned 96. Shout out to her. There's so many things in this season that I get to experience because of the sacrifice, right? Because I've made room, right? I've sacrificed my lifestyle and the things that I might've done in previous seasons to enter into a more intimate relationship, right? Um, and to enter into a posture of, of service and love. And so with Christ, of course, with God, our father, is, it's a little bit different because it's not here in the physical, but nonetheless, I believe the principle still remains is how do we make that uh, that sacrifice, right? So, um, you you know, and when you make that sacrifice, like in any relationship, you're not always going to feel it. So there's some days I spend in prayer and I don't really feel much. I don't really feel like it. And I, and I pray, I may just pray in the shower, I may pray while I'm in the car. And I try to take me, most days where I actually sit quietly for at least a few minutes and, and pray and, and read, do a devotional on my phone, listen to some music, what have you. Um, and, and But you're not always going to feel something, right? And so much of what we live by is how we feel. I feel hungry, so I eat. I feel sad, so... And I may, you know, I may cry or right? whatever. You respond to your emotions and how you feel. And so some days, of course, we may not feel anything. Again, this gets back to emotions. I feel happy. I feel sad. They're fleeting, right? So how does you get to that contentment, right? And again, not trying to lead anybody to the path to being a monk. I'm not going in that direction. But how do you really get to that place of being content no matter what is going on around you? And that's hard because the signs of life things, challenges in your family, challenges in your finances, challenges in your health, challenges in your, your uh, work environment, what have you, right? You know, car trouble, I had car trouble this week. I had to shout out myself. I changed my own battery in my car for the first time. I'd seen people do it so many times. I just pulled up a two minute YouTube video, watch this. I electrocute myself. <laughs> it went ahead and changed my own car battery. My hands were dirty and but I was able to do it in about 15, 20 minutes without without electrocuting myself. And the car started the next day. Started that time. It started the next day, and, and then we're good to go. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's the little wins in life, right? So, you know, how do we get to that place of sacrificing till we can know a different level, right? In any relationship, right? How do we how do we get there? So, um, I, I saw you know an interesting post this week from um, a friend of mine who talked about her her child is at a school. And they're talking about the growth mindset. And it's very interesting. And I've heard a lot about growth mindsets, a lot talked about over the last decade or so. If you're into the entrepreneurial startup culture that I've you know, dabbled in, I would say, over the last 15 years or so, um, you know, he talks about I can always improve. You know, is it really my best work? Um, you know, what strategy can I use? Um, you know, I'm going to train my brain to do the work. Uh, mistakes help my brain grow. And this is for a little kid. Right? I'm reading some of the stuff that was in the in the post here. Um, this you know this may take some time and effort, right? But I can do it, right? Growth mindset. So it's really about encouraging um, yourself, and the Bible certainly tells us to encourage ourselves. Um, and I think it was, gosh, my mom's gonna listen to this and laugh at me. I can't remember if it was Daniel, and someone can can leave me a message and tell me, you know. But at one point, I think it said it might have been Daniel or David. He encouraged, or Paul, one of the apostles, one, somebody in the Bible, one of them dudes, <laughs> Lord help me, uh, hope you're laughing with me, um, said, you know, he encouraged himself, right? That he had to, he was in a bad situation. I can't remember. I'm not quoting chapter and verse, Lord help me. 
but we had to learn to encourage ourselves in that moment, right? So, so you know, the growth mindset is interesting because I think it's it's a little self-centered, right? And and it's good, you know, to encourage yourself. But I know um, whoever it was in the Bible, and I'll, I'll I'll get it down. You encourage yourself from a place of strength, and the place of strength is from Jesus Christ, right? That's the place of strength that we encourage ourselves because we know we have our hope in him because we know we are not lost and no matter what's going on around us what may be discouraging in the moment and in this in this on the surface we know where our strength comes from right so we can encourage ourselves in that moment you know tap into the holy spirit tap into that to a different reality that's not the reality of the moment we're in it's not the reality of the emotion we have in that moment but we can tap into that and encourage ourselves to then prayerfully and thoughtfully do the next thing that we need to or can do to improve our circumstances, continue to love and serve and give and, and move forward, right? Um, so we look around and we focus on those things. So I'm gonna give you three you know, ways, you know, you can be encouraged, right? So we have the, you know, the growth mindset, again, which is mostly, you know, kind of like I statements, I can do it, right? It's almost like it's encouraging yourself for the 21st century, right? Um, so I'm gonna talk about, uh, tell you something out of Romans uh, 12, uh, six uh, through eight. And it says to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer, uh, share with the Lord's people uh, who are in need and practice uh, hospitality. Um, and it goes on to also um, tell us that going back to Romans uh, 12, um, six, through eight, um, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us, right? So we all have a gift. We all have the ability to do something, right? So going back to, to Romans 12, uh, the second half of verse six, if your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. Uh, verse seven, if it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. Verse eight, if it is to encourage and give encouragement. And that's one of my gifts. Thanks for listening today going on in, in chapter uh, 12, four, 12, Romans uh, verse eight, if it is giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, mercy do it cheerfully, right? So one of the three ways I think you can uh, really um, you know, be encouraged is to serve. And if you sit at home and just think, woe is me, and you know, these people hate me, and the world is going to hell, and my kids are bad, and you know, if you sit there and wallow, it's, it's hard to be encouraged. Because you have a gift. God made you. You're fiercely and wonderfully made. You have a gift. So as a result, if you're not deploying that gift, it's it's you know, it's it's hard to be encouraged. Right. If you're if you're in if you're deploying that gift, if you're looking beyond yourself and using your gifts and talents and skills and resources. Right. Give, give generously, give mercy. Right. Um, you're, you're growing yourself um, and you're living out um, the gifts that God placed in you. And it's hard to think about. Uh, your troubles, especially if you're exposed to to someone else who's who's potentially in a different situation than you or a worse situation. You and of course worse is relative, but it's an old saying that you know if if you if everybody threw their troubles up in the air and you saw everybody's troubles in life, most people would usually grab their their own troubles back first. You know, I don't want their trouble. You know, you know I wouldn't want this. I wouldn't want. I would. You know, I'm, I'm going to take my troubles and deal with them. Right. So it's easy to think about yourself and be self-centered, but it's hard to, to be encouraged, right? So you can encourage yourself, but again, you're encouraging yourself in that moment to go back out to serve. So that's number one. 
Um, number two is to follow uh, God's commands. Joshua 1, 9 really simply says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now, this is an awesome promise. I'm sure a lot of people who know the Bible better than me know this verse very well. Joshua 1, chapter 1, verse 9. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for God is with you. So you follow that command and embrace that reality, right? And, and as you, you know, prepare to go out, again, first to serve, second is follow God's command, right? So to be encouraged is God's command, right? Do not be discouraged, and of course, is the opposite of encouraging. This is hard and, and not to say that I have it perfect or any of us will have it perfect in every moment for the rest of our lives. But again, it's about you know renewing our mind and focusing and accepting and embracing God's reality and then moving forward, right? right? The only way through a storm is through is through it, right? The only way out of a storm is to go through it. If you sit still, you know, God, you know, God can't use you, things can't happen, but you have to move, right? You can't be discouraged. You have to be strong and be courageous, right? And that's hard. And um, um, that leads me to the third um, point, which really is about uh, faith. And I'm going to go to Mark 4, 35 through 40. And of course, this is Jesus calms the storm. My pastor used this verse recently. And uh, when I prayerfully prepared for this podcast, I brought it back. Uh, Jesus calms the storm, Mark 4, 35 through 40. That day when the evening came, he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in, a, in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat. So the boat was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up. Jesus did, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, be quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. Verse 40 says, he said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? So how do you, you know, how do you get through the storm, right? You got to have faith, right? So again, we want to serve. We want to encourage ourselves. We want to be strong and courageous. And then we have to have faith, right? You know, God is in the boat with us if we have, you know, even if we haven't, right? I don't want anybody to be discouraged. Well, I haven't prayed in two weeks. So I'm God ain't in my boat. Well, no, he's there. You just may not know what, where he's steering it. <laughs> you, you may not know that he's about to calm the storm and you just can't see it yet. So again, tapping into those realities and making space and holding space for that relationship, right? Um, for that blessing, right? So again, how, you know, how do we follow you know, these three? Serve, follow his commands, and then have faith. We got to have relationship, right? And how do we do that? And I've said this, I think, on this podcast before, prayer, you know, fasting, reading the Bible. You know, I've, I fasted for a little bit a few weeks ago, um, and, and it was helpful for me in, in, in a number of ways and encourage that as a lifestyle, right? Again, trying to get through the narrow gate to know peace and contentment, right? Not happiness and, and, and these fleeting emotions, again, that, that are fleeting, but true peace um, and, and joy, right? That, that's really you know, rooted um, in, in Christ. Um, and then the second part you know, is having community, right? So having healthy friendships, you know, being part of a church family, which of course brings you full circle back to, to serving. And I'm proud that I'm able to serve in my church. My wife serves as well. And, and we've gotten into that in this season post-COVID. Our kids are a little bit older now, which has given us some space 
to be able to truly do that. So again, it brings you back full circle. circle. So again, relationship with God, right? Making that a daily, like any relationship where you want to have intimacy and, and, and a deep affection and love, you have to put the work in daily. And I shouldn't call it work, right? It's really, you know, a blessing to make that time. Um, you know, you may consider it self-care time to be to be prayerful and to be quiet and to be still and to read the word and to and to be intentional about your prayers and 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 who you're thinking about, who you want to see healed and changed, and what your needs are and processing those things, right? But then you also you're in community with friends, with the church, um, with you know, with other like-minded individuals who who uh, share um, the you know relationship with Christ as you do. Of course, we're all in different seasons in that, in that relationship and we're all different, right? But that brings you again full circle to be able to then, you know, the church as a place to serve, also following God's commands, and then also um, having faith, you know, who is in your boat. And then, you know, of course, you know, again, Joshua 1 9, just love this. Man, be courageous, be strong, right? And know that God is with you. So you're not going to be strong and courageous on your own. Unto yourself, right? We don't have the power unto ourselves necessarily, um, but we know where our strength comes from. So, be encouraged, family. I, I hope you've enjoyed this 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 uh, brief word on a Friday. And whenever whenever you're listening, I hope it's blessed you. And um, just want to you know lean in in this season. Um, you know, this word from this was much for me. As I prayerfully wrote my notes and prepared it, is as much for me as it is for you. Um, and it's just my journal to document. And I'm I'm blessed. I uh, see and I got a few more listeners than, you know, my listenership is growing over the last two episodes of bringing this podcast back. Hopefully um, my listenership keeps growing. But again, I'm doing this for myself for a record for my daughters. I'm looking at a picture of them right now. And um, hoping that um, I, you know I will remember some things from this season, and that they will take some things from this season. But for all of you who are listening, who are on this journey with me, thank you so very much. Um, you've been listening to Leadership Legacy and Love. I'm Russell Fugit. We will be back in this space in two weeks with another episode. So stay tuned. Please subscribe, uh, share this podcast if it encouraged you, and leave a review. And uh, check out RussellFugit.com and at RussellFugit across social media. God bless you. Uh, be blessed. Be encouraged. And I look forward to being back in this space again soon. Thanks for listening. Leadership, Legacy, and Love is, of course, sponsored by my company, Joomla Network, a consultancy and knowledge network focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Whether it's an assessment, audit, training, and education, a risk-based analysis, or a more unique opportunity, our network partners have a solution. We're building a community, and I can't wait to tell you about it. Uh, Joomla is Swahili for whole, and it's time for your team to come together. Find out more, visit joomlanetwork.com. Let us be your guide on your journey towards diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, back to Leadership, Legacy, and Love.